0: Today's episode of The Iconic Podcast is, as always, sponsored by Iconic Clothing Company. Be sure to follow them on Instagram, at Iconic Clothing Co., to stay up to date with new releases and the chance to win free gear. On this episode of The Iconic Podcast, Uncle Luke and I discuss the final stretch of the NBA season, we make our picks for first and second All-NBA teams, and make quick predictions for the playoffs. In the second half of the show... We're gonna take it to the diamond as the MLB season gets underway and we select our icons of the day. Without further ado, let's ball out. Open
1: up that sunroof right quick, though. Yeah. I
0: need to feel some air coming in the room. Actually, in the car. was a beautiful day here in Columbia, Missouri. It's one of those days that it makes it a little bit tough to record. All the guys, all the girls are out at Harpo's, on the rooftop, 77 degrees outside. But man, I really can't complain.
1: Hold on. Did you start that with twas?
0: Twas.
1: Twas? Twas oh, a here we beautiful go. day. Well, regardless, yes, it was a gorgeous day, a better day tomorrow. We're hitting 80 degrees Woo! tomorrow. What do you got
0: going on later in the afternoon?
1: Uh, oh, it's Thursday you work. No, I don't work. I, I took the day off. Oh! Tomorrow is such a great day of weather that I was like, I ain't spending in a sandwich shop, grinding away, making some Italian clubs.
0: Good for you, man. I'm going
1: to spend it outdoors.
0: He need a vacay.
1: I needed a quick vacay, a quick start to my weekend. Mom's coming in town this weekend.
0: Ooh, Auntie Dodo.
1: Doreen. Heading, and Mrs. Klaus. Mary Klaus oh, heading to. Oh,
0: didn't. So the mask. And Klaus families are doing the double dip. Always, Bob We tried to do that. Daryl as, yeah. did it earlier in the year.
1: Yeah, for the Mizzou Kentucky, Kentucky. game when we finally got yes, sir. the first yes, time th- we saw you. We saw you outside after the game. Yes, yeah. sir. So yeah, the Klaus Donas tandem—they they, they travel together. Columbia. Well, uh, we got some good things planned. If you see us around the town this weekend, Klaus and I with our moms, be sure to hop along the train wreck.
0: Oh boy. On a day like today, the great weather, man, there's nothing I want to do more than just go throw the baseball. Yeah. The moment the weather gets really warm, I just want to get my glove out of the closet and just start tossing so badly. And we've
1: had some pretty shitty days of weather here in the past couple- Shitty is a
0: very apt description.
1: I mean, in the past couple of months, today was like, you woke up and you- breathing in fresh air it was like it was like a new complete town people outside people I haven't seen in years because they've been inside you know what i mean like it's being released from
0: hibernation exactly it, it, it was beautiful two days ago two days ago yeah and it's 77
1: today it's baseball weather it's nba playoffs weather as well bo
0: yeah a lot going on baby
1: yo sh- should we cue up the nba on nbc theme oh let it fly i'm gonna we'll cue it up
0: let it fly <laughs> The inbounds pass comes into
1: Jordan. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on
0: Elo. Good! The Bulls win! They win it! Set the Cleveland Cavaliers. Michael Jordan hits it at the foul line. Final seconds. Bryant for the win. Bang! Iverson working against Austin with a pull-up. Oh, no! Allen Iverson with... Green, Posie will defend, oh! oh, LeBron James with no regard for human life,
1: has given the Cavaliers their biggest lead tonight.
0: Nine-tenths left, a three wins the series. It's Lillard, he got the shot off, Lillard, good, and the Blazers win the series. Box. Back out to Allen. History point of Bang! Tie
1: game with five seconds remaining. Anything's possible. Anything's possible! God,
0: how does that not just get you ready to roll, baby?
1: Oh, I am so ready. We got Portland, Utah on, on the iPad right now. Yes,
0: Portland, Utah... Up live right now in our studio. This decides the three seed.
1: Yeah, it decides three seed. This is
0: a huge game. A we night eighty two of the NBA. There was a lot of action. It was like moving day on Saturday at
1: the Masters. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would completely agree. Uh, we just watched the Timberwolves and Nuggets finish up. Wolves just getting by, which is huge for Jimmy Butler. The Timber, game. the Timberwolves, Tibbs Taj with the huge strip at the end there. The Wolves are dancing as they say in March. But oh, I, I can't wait for... I, this this NBA playoffs, it's a little different. You know, the Cavs in the East don't have the same firepower they've had the past three years. Golden State's not the one seed in the West anymore. There's some new faces at the top of the league. You
0: know what's funny is literally six months ago, we were having a podcast about everyone complaining that the NBA was too top.
1: Yeah, heavy. that we already knew that Cleveland and Golden State and, and us two are like... We got to play 82 games, man.
0: They don't understand injuries, trades, anything can happen.
1: Nobody had had a freaking clue that Victor Oladipo was going to ascend to stardom this year. No one had any idea.
0: Yeah, a legit team in the East. They're going to give Cleveland some some battle. You know what I mean? Indiana's a... Really, really enthusiastic crowd,
1: and and it's a tough out because well, first of all, they've got beef with LeBron from years past in the Miami years. Oh, the
0: Paul George, Roy, the, Hitter, those Lance, those Stevenson.
1: Indiana Pacers fans, diehard fans.
0: We didn't know each other then, but I swear to God, we were having like mental podcast conversations. Oh, for sure, during those like 2012 <laughs> NBA playoffs with Rose, the Pacers, LeBron. The
1: Knicks were decent then too, with Statemeyer and Mello.
0: We would have had. A great podcast the day after the decision. I
1: agree, yes. Oh. I also think my freshman year in in April. Oh,
0: April, yes. April
1: of 2015 when the Bulls and Bucks played their first series. Oh. And Bucks
0: got grabbed one win, I believe, that series.
1: It was yeah, the Bulls were about to sweep them and I think it was Jared Bayless. Great. Went, call. Past, I went, love past, uh, went past Derek Rose. Dude, I don't I don't forget these things. That was like the last Time the Bulls were competitive. in the That playoffs. was the
0: seal just under the hoop. It was an out of bounds play. Yeah, with like two from seconds side left. Side court, and they just threw it right over the top. The Bucks grabbed two. They, they grabbed two. That they grabbed
1: amazing. two, and then the Bulls absolutely obliterate them in Game Six, I believe. Yeah, it was oh, Game Six. That was Giannis. Yeah, Mike Dunleavy. Low key for like a good six months, I was like, "Who th- is this Greek guy? God damn it! Screw him! I mean, he just took out Mike Dunleavy. Like the hell with him!
0: Yeah, you know, at the time you thought you had a chance at the. NBA championship. Yeah,
1: well that was basically yeah, that was the last that was the last season I was like, maybe we got a shot, but not anymore.
0: Speaking of the Bucks, uh, I'm surprised you didn't bring it up already.
1: I I could just bring it up. I'd bring it up a lot, but I just actually right here, right here, this is the last time I'll ever bother you about this again. Ever. I remember the first day of the NBA season, six months ago. I'm I'm worried right now. And and I was trying to tell you, trust the process, Bo. I think they're gonna, you know, I didn't think they're gonna be this good. No way, I was gonna say that. But I was like, they're a playoff team. And I got roasted for it in the studio, and I got roasted for it outside the studio. Remember the kids
0: that yeah, were hating the hate on me? Where's right. Josh
1: Neighbors at right now? Because yeah. he was very, <laughs> he was very loud about about the at the Seventy Sixers not making the playoffs.
0: He might have been more down on the process.
1: Than anyone I met. me? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: That's hard to do.
1: And r- granted, every knock against the process before this season, they need to play a full season together. We need to see how this lineup works. Completely agree. I mean, they played half, no, more. I would say three-fourths of the year without Markov Foltz. The last 10 games without Joel Embiid. They're the third seed in the East. And they've
0: won 16 straight. They've won 16 the straight.
1: they won 50 games this year. They finished in front of LeBron's Cavs. I mean, if I told you that at the beginning of the year, you'd, you'd slap me if I was like Sixers are gonna be, they're gonna be a better seed than LeBron's Cavs this year.
0: Oh uh, yeah, I you would have slapped, slapped me. You. I would have slapped you.
1: So I'm just gonna bring it up. Last time, you don't have to trust it ever, but come on, Simmons is gonna be a star, and and he's he's the rookie of the year. I love what Donovan Mitchell did. Spider, as we watch. Utah try and hold on to the three seed. I think they're all right now. but yeah, I
0: think that what we just saw was a Spidey Mitchell turnaround 18-footer. Which we've seen all year. Nothing but net.
1: All right, Bo. All right. Well, now that I got that out of my system. The
0: reason that I brought up the Bucks and the 76ers is because they played today. And the 76ers absolutely gave the Bucks the business.
1: They're going to be a, they're gonna be a really second. tough out in the playoffs, regardless who they play.
0: Well, I think part of it is playing in Philly is going to be nasty.
1: It's going to be really tough because you got to deal with Ben Simmons and Embiid, obviously. But if Markel Fultz continues to keep playing really well off the bench, that's just a cherry on top for him.
0: I have a minor hunch, though, about tonight's game between the 76ers and the Bucks. Go ahead. Despite it being the first time all year long that the Bucks have their full roster, Bari, Bledsoe, Brogdon, Giannis, Henson, Zeller, Middleton. Right. I don't think they wanted to play LeBron in the first round.
1: You don't want to play LeBron at all.
0: Oh, I mean, obviously, but if they had, they won tonight. Right. They're lined up against Cleveland in round one. I don't know if it was more wanting to play Boston. Right. Or more not wanting to play LeBron.
1: You could just combine those two, and that's that's your answer. And probably. there's and
0: then that's probably why they are. where Plus, they are. you know,
1: the Sixers are hot. They're really hot right now. They're playing really well.
0: And it was in Philly.
1: Yeah, like that. That was probably Last gonna be an L. Yeah, it was probably gonna be an L regardless.
0: It's fine. It's fine. Now you've you've calmed me down a little bit. It makes me feel. A yeah. Little bit better. No,
1: it's fine. It, like the playoffs come down to such slim margins between winning and losing. The difference between the one and eight seeds this year. Isn't drastic. Not at all. The East is locked up as we speak. Toronto and Washington. Who are the two best players on Toronto? DeRozan DeMar- and Lowry. DeMar, yeah,
0: DeMar and Lowry.
1: Who are the two best players on Washington? Beale, John Wall Beale. and Beal?
0: I'm not sure there's a disparity between the top two guys of either team.
1: Right. Those two. Those two. Those Those four probably equal each other out. Toronto's got a better bench. Toronto's probably going to move on. Toronto. I love this. I love this Houston's Wolf series in the West. Sorry to cut you off. But. Yeah, no worries. Um, I'm just looking at the one and eights. And I like, was
0: I was gonna say that Washington though they're three and seven in their last ten.
1: Yeah, they don't look good at all. That's a
0: really bad. You, that's not what you want going into the playoffs. You know that kind of stems from John Wall's return. We mentioned it last time that the Wizards were playing better without John Wall. Yeah. Then he they three. then they have with him this year and and he's back now and to finish. Three and seven in your last ten, you drop to an eight seed. You got Toronto in the first round. Obviously, Toronto's going to have home court advantage. The six is going to be on their
1: feet. Yeah, this is probably their best shot in a playoff series against LeBron. Toronto's still going to feel that wrath, that pressure. That would be that an they've never. That they have never finals. Them. Would it be four and a one? No, oh, no. They That'd would be, be the be second the round. Second? God, that sucks for Toronto. Huh. <laughs> that, that really sucks. It's like their year. This, they've played their best basketball. And I, I I applaud the Raptors. You don't see a lot of NBA teams get their two guys who are DeRozan's an all-star. Lowry's pretty good as the second second fiddle. But how many times have they in the past four years have they come close? They've been in the Eastern Conference Finals. They've played Cleveland multiple times. They've had their share of grinding through NBA seasons, being a good regular season team, and then not being a good playoff team. This is really the year. Dwayne Casey's done a great job with that team. As I said earlier, their bench is one of the best in the NBA, if not the best. They've got a lot of help around those two guys. They're playing really good basketball. They've stuck this out for five years. A lot of teams who are kind of just not, who are really good, but just can't get over the hump of getting to the finals or... This is really their year. And it sucks that they have to go through Cleveland. In the, I mean, not that Cleveland's a guarantee because we're going to have, gonna no have to play player.
0: them eventually. So it yeah, doesn't matter exactly. if it's the second round or the Eastern Conference Finals. Right. Take I've, said it, I've said it a hundred times. Yeah. I will say it again. I will believe you when I see it. Right. So until I see the Raptors make an impact late in an Eastern Conference playoffs. Yeah. I'm not going to buy it.
1: Honestly, until they get Cleveland in a 3-2, in 3-1 a three, three, spot or something like that, when they've got them on the ropes, that's when I'm be like, okay, Toronto, it's this the is same,
0: it. it. It's the same ideology that I use for the process, though, right? It Absolutely. was just the idea that, I'm sorry, I just have not seen me. it for it 82 me. games. Yeah. And this year we did see it, and it was glorious. I don't know what to expect the next 10 years. I have no idea. Mark L. Foltz is this weird question mark. He's playing really well. Yeah, he is. Absolutely. I, can I, I'm i still concerned.
1: Absolutely. As am I. He's, He's played, played, three, what, yeah. like eight games? Yeah, but they've won 16 straight. They've won 50 games.
0: Okay, so let's cool. bounce now to the Western Conference, okay? Okay. And just take a look at some. Real set-up. quick,
1: do you have an Eastern Conference? I mean, Looking at it right now, one through eight, you got an Eastern Conference Finals?
0: Eastern Conference Finals. You don't have to tell
1: me who wins. Just give me a matchup. Okay, it's
0: Cavs. Because that'll
1: that'll tell me how the playoffs are going to go. So you have the Cavs in the Eastern. So you have Cavs beating Toronto in the second round.
0: I will. I would rather jump out this window than say the 76ers. Dude, I would rather jump out this window. Okay, let
1: me put it to you this way: I will not give
0: you the time of day or the happiness that's or fine. the
1: joy. Okay, that's fine. Who do you have coming out of the second the second half of these? Washington kidding as the kidding. asshole
0: no let's just bounce to todd mcshay's top 10 draft board. oh my let's god go board. you will, never, we're, we're you will never see us to conversation
1: never see us doing nfl draft stuff
0: i will actually i mean come on i'm a bucks fan i would rather just say the bucks why not be a 76ers. homer about it
1: okay so you have the bucks upsetting boston upsetting miami or philly and we got the bucks and calves in the east yeah baby I look at the I look at the second half of the East and it's Bucks Boston. I could really see the Bucks giving Boston a series. I think Boston might prevail. It's gonna be really good. Brad close.
0: Stevens scares the shit
1: out. of Yeah, me. I feel like Brad Stevens is. I mean, he's got two good guys to guard Giannis. Match him up night after night, Tatum.
0: In terms of comparison, to comparison. The rest of the week, I'm not. No one can guard Giannis. Yeah, and it's we the said same this. On, yeah,
1: we said this on the last podcast. Like, we got to see. This is a big postseason for rookies. Tatum fits that mold. Like, who steps up?
0: Who doesn't?
1: Right. Jalen Brown, really good player that's gonna really good defensive player as well that's gonna have to guard Giannis. So the Celtics have a really interesting matchup dilemma with the Bucks. If the if Boston beats the Bucs, then I think they're up for beating the Sixers as well.
0: I agree. There's some without, like, validation without, yeah. that they need. If they without, beat the Bucks, yeah. they'll feel like, oh now We can do
1: this without Kyrie. We
0: can hang with the big dogs.
1: Right. They haven't necessarily played really well down the stretch. I'm going to ride the hot wave. I tweeted. Did I tweet it? I tweeted it. I'm just looking at it. Like, obviously Miami has playoff experience on that roster. Like, they've been there before. with t- Playoff D-Wade. This, yo, this could be his last go around.
0: He's a bad man.
1: I'm going to have to watch D-Wade basketball, whatever's got left That's a good in the point. Tank. If this is his last go, we need to pay all the respect. And the attention. Because Wade's not a guy who's going to be like, I mean, I obviously could be completely wrong next year. He but, would
0: never do a tour. He's never no, going to do not a that farewell guy. tour. LeBron would do a tour. Yeah, but he should.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Like Jordan did a tour. LeBron could do a tour.
0: But Dwayne Wade doesn't want to do a tour.
1: So, yeah, I'll go. I Sure. I'll take Cleveland out of the – I could see Toronto still beating Cleveland too. But I'm going to take I'm gonna take LeBron versus Sixers. It just all makes sense in this storyline that's building and building to July 1st. And you're going to see the headline or the Instagram post where LeBron's like, I'm coming to Philly.
0: All right, so let's – help me out here. Ted. Help <laughs> he me out. Completely I, I can't even really think about this right now. You're – Make me crazy.
1: All right, to the West we go.
0: Making, yeah, thank God. <laughs> I am done with the seventy sixes off. Oh my god, I've heard nothing but seventy sixes the last two and a half weeks. Okay, so in the West, Rockets cleaned up house, snagged the one seed.
1: Really played well all year.
0: Vintage Dan Tony.
1: Vintage Dantoni. Vintage Dan Tony. They they're I think what got them over the top of this type of team was their defense. They switched they started switching everything. They started Investing in long athletic dudes to play the perimeter and play the wings.
0: Well, Chris Paul is a multiple uh, time yeah. first team Two A dude averages two, two
1: assists, two steals, a, steals game. a game. I mean, the, the man is a machine.
0: In addition to my potential defensive player of the year, Clint, pick, Capella, I mean, Clint yeah. Capella.
1: Yeah, they, I mean, they just had the engine working all year. Like everything worked out for them. Harden's likely going to be the MVP. That's a really solid squad. At the two hole. The dubs. Sleeters dubs. Sleeters dubs. I still with Steph Curry. Steph Curry's gonna come back in the second round. The Spurs isn't an easy playoff without with if without Kawhi, it's still not easy, but But it's still tough.
0: What if
1: Kawhi, Kawhi comes back? He just
0: WWE style. I was saying it before the show. By God! By God! It's Kawhi Leonard! Oh my god!
1: It's a different animal when Kawhi's got to guard KD and then carry the load again. But
0: I'm teasing, obviously. No, yeah, but like, back. still, that's Warriors the, are moving that, on to the second round. There's
1: no easy matchup in the West. We didn't even talk about the Wolves. The Wolves have a great player to cover Harden all day. And oh, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy
0: G's gonna.
1: We're put gonna see if that knee's healthy, healthy or on. not. Mr. Bucket's has got a, quite the postseason reputation for guarding guys. I mean, he's guarded LeBron basically his entire career. So he knows how to. Um, he knows how to take these guys on. We're. I'm penciling, and the Blazers are going to win this game. They're up at halftime right now.
0: You're locking it in. I think they're going to be Seth the three seed. Davis they deserve Sharpie. to
1: be the three seed. Dame, really solid season as well. Utah, the four seed. Donovan Mitchell saved that team. There. Do you know they were once 19 and 28?
0: At the one Utah point, Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz. God damn, Spidey Mitchell.
1: I think Quinn Snyder's going to win the coach of the year. Okay. Ex-Mizzou guy. Quint Snyder. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's right. a basketball coach. That's yeah.
0: right, that's right, that's right. Uh Sam Dreyer was telling me that
1: yep. recently. And then at the five, the Pelicans. Yo, I'm gonna look up AD's post All-Star Break stats real quick.
0: I'm kind of frightened by them.
1: His full year was 28-11 in three blocks a game.
0: I mean, he's a consensus top five MVP final vote getter. He's a consensus first team all NBA. And with the way he's playing, it can only make you beg the question what if they had Boogie Cousins still? I mean, they could have legit given any of those top three, four teams a whole lot of trouble. I don't know who on Houston, Golden State, Portland, Utah, you know, has the luxury of Rudy Gobert. But other than that, who the hell is going to match up with AD as your front court? Are you kidding me? Has there ever been a nastier duo of big men? In, in NBA history, has there ever been a nastier duo than AD and Boogie Cousins? I, I could not. This is that example. We, we talked about having an uh, emergency hotline. Going to, going to pops. Yeah. You know, talking to, to, to one of the dads. Has there
1: in the past? Yeah.
0: Give me an example. I'm not sure there is. I'm not asking you. I'm no, no. I'm, hypothetically, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm running through it right now. I don't think both ways. Gifted. I mean, Boogie Cousins was running the point at times. AD was bringing the ball up. They were pick and roll with. Each How other. about we've, this? We've never seen that before.
0: Robert Parrish, Kevin McHale.
1: Yeah, but that's like a traditional. Yeah, I think I think if you're if you're talking just all time references, just two really good players, I could see Boogie and AD becoming hall of famers. But those those are that's a really good point.
0: Okay, Duncan so Robinson. What's,
1: what's yeah, Duncan Robinson. What's different between this is that Tim Duncan wasn't running breaks. You know, what I mean, these two were literally playing all five positions at once when they're on the floor with each other. I'm still looking this up, by the way.
0: Go ahead. No, that, that is absolutely fine. Damian Lillard is about to lead a. Despite him. A all-star list Portland Trailblazers team to a three-seed in the West. Beating out Mr. Triple Double, who we haven't even gotten to yet, by the way. We'll get to him. Oh, oh, we'll get to that later. We'll we'll get to that in a minute. He beat out the Pelicans, who unfortunately suffered the boogie injury. Beat out the Timberwolves, who were supposed to be really good this year. You know, they snuck in as an eight-seed, but prior to the season, people thought that they were legit and Damian Lillard quietly just doing his little thing tapping his wrist letting people know that it's Dame time. You're selling me more and more on Damian Lillard as first team all NBA by the second.
1: I mean, 27 and 6 carried the load each night for that team. Like you said, no other all-stars on there besides him. CJ McCollum in his career might be a fringe guy. Scored 50 points this year. I mean, CJ McCollum's a great two-guard. Guy just gets buckets anywhere he wants on the floor. He's, but Dame, I mean, you look at that roster and you're like, damn, Dame did some work as we watch this game continue.
0: Okay, so let, let's, They're gonna pencil let, let's address the elephant in the room here, okay? Damian Lillard is going to finish ahead of Russell Westbrook in MVP voting. Right. Despite Russell Westbrook averaging a
1: triple-double <laughs> for the second season in a row. Let's just address that that's insane. It is, but... We saw it last year and I think you obviously you get fatigue from it. It was cool last year. This year it was like I I, I feel we spent like the entire summer like kind of degrading the triple double. Add Paul George and Mello. It doesn't matter who you toss around him. I think he's just gonna average triple double. The dude needed sixteen dude dude that... needed sixteen rebounds tonight and got twenty.
0: <laughs> yeah. Did you see some of the rebounds?
1: Yeah, he's boxing out Mellow and Paul George. He's like, That's it's mine. Embarrassing, dude. Of course, but that you thrust dude you know it's Russ?
0: Oh, it's so gross. I hate it. I really do not like watching it.
1: Do you not like Russell Westbrook in general or what?
0: I like how fast he goes up the floor with a basketball. I like when he throws a goddamn hammer through the hoop. But I think he has a really inefficient jump shot. I think he's a subpar three-point shooter. I think he's a stat stuffer, but I'm not sure that any of that means anything.
1: Historically, I think when you look back on the old Oklahoma City Thunder, I'm just thinking Russ and KD era. So not James Harden. Not James Harden. I mean, to an extent, but really this series, the Golden State OKC, OKC series in 2016, yeah. up 3-1.
0: Yeah.
1: Those last three games, KD and Russ trying to close it out it was painful to watch in a way.
0: Really
1: I mean, to he watch. took some really errant shots, and I think we look at that as like, that was his moment to like really... Be the floor general, get Katie some looks, get himself to the basket, and he fumbled that opportunity. And so I think historically we're going to look at that. And obviously the two regular season triple doubles, it's insane. We haven't seen it since oh. But that's just kind of where we're at right now with Russ. It's like we kind of expect it from him every night, and now now it's turning into show me the W's too.
0: I mean, he's a we ex- victim. Sleater still expects
1: him to take the the West, right? I mean,
0: Dustin oh, Sleater, yeah. Yeah, Dustin Sleater wants to double down on his thunder beating the Warriors out of the West bet or claim he made back in December. He's a, he's a victim of expectations, as is LeBron James, as is James Harden, as is many other superstars. I think this year proves to me even more that James Harden was the MVP last year. And I know that we don't need to talk about the MVP of last year or the year before because that's really nitpicky and we're just splitting hairs. But I think it does. I think it proves that last year was, yeah, the triple-double's cool. But what James Harden did was far more impressive last year. And I think it's probably going to lead to James Harden winning this year, even though, you know, you want to take it one step further and kind of go into MVPception. And LeBron James has been the MVP for 10 years now.
1: Yeah, and I we discussed it quite a bit in the last podcast. I've been saying it all year. I think there's going to be a strong push for Le, for LeBron to be the MVP. I don't think he will be just because it's kind of just hardens the Um
0: Being a one seed is a big deal.
1: Go to the West. Just to recap, in the East I have Cleveland, Philly, in the Eastern Conference Finals. You have Cleveland and your boys, Yes, Milwaukee. sir. Yes, sir. All right, so out of the
0: West, there's nothing fancy about it. Okay, no. I, I I wish I could give you some insight that broke the internet, you know, with the with a flying hot take. But I mean, it, it's Houston Golden State in this in the Western Conference Finals, right? Please tell me I'm
1: right. I hope, I hope. Like those are the two best teams. That is gonna be a lot of fun. I got them. I, I finally got them. Thank After God. going back. 80s post-All-Star break. So Boogie got hurt with like two games remaining before the All-Star game. 80s post-All-Star break, which probably catapulted him to two or three in the MVP. I would probably say three or four in the MVP race, presumably. Yeah,
0: somewhere he averaged
1: 30 points a game, 12 rebounds, three, yeah. and a, three and a half blocks, two steals a game. Oh, He shot 86% from the line. That's better than any career LeBron James shooting percentage at the line.
0: And it's LeBron's kryptonite.
1: Yeah. Is, is, and he averaged 36 minutes a game, which is about the same of all year. And he shot 52% from the field. Sheesh. Sheesh. So So 30, 12, three and a half blocks, two steals a game. Oh Post-off That is Oh, my God. That is ridiculous. That might earn him out of – well, I'll take the Pelicans out of the And plus playoff Rondo whatever's left in that bag sure and it, i always discredit
0: rondo literally yeah. right before the playoffs
1: i'm gonna bring it back though to last year the bulls had <laughs> something dude that was literally the greatest three days of my life which they is not saying two much. wins
0: against boston
1: like the first game where i was like oh who is this team like wade was scoring the basketball but like it's so weird to talk about these guys like they were on my team at one point you know what i mean but I almost
0: forgot. Rajan Rondo. I knew what you were talking Rajon about. Rajon Rondo
1: was sensational those first two games. I really thought the Bulls were going to sweep the I if he had him, if Rondo was played all the entire series, I honestly would stand here and tell you I think the Bulls would have swept the Cavs. Going 2-0 going back to Chicago. They were
0: rolling. Rolling. <sighs> rolling.
1: That would have been fun. That would have probably given the operation another year, but All right, before we
0: move on, okay? Go ahead and make your pick.
1: Let's, let's make our quick picks right now. Yes, exactly. Oh, we, we both agree. It's going to be Golden yeah. State Houston. We'll, we'll I was saying that.
0: Let's, let's get into first team All-NBA.
1: Perfect. Before we go to break. Dope.
0: Okay. And yeah. then we'll do second team as well. Awesome. I think I could be wrong. I think we're going to have very similar picks for first team All-NBA. I would assume. I think in the second team All-NBAs, well, where we'll see some disparity.
1: Right. So let's just list the All-At-First-NBA Okay, team. the obvious one.
0: Harden, LeBron, KD, AD.
1: No. No, I don't have Katie in my my first team. Okay, I've got eighty at the five, Giannis at the four, LeBron at the three, Harden at the two, Dame at the one. Wow, you didn't put Giannis your guy wow. in there.
0: Wow, if all of the people who know the show and know us heard that one person had Giannis in their first team all NBA yeah. and another did not,
1: dude, I love Katie. Like I love Katie.
0: The, the difference was that Katie ended up as the two seed, and Giannis scrapped to make. The, the playoffs.
1: Yeah. I first also team. I I'm not gonna KD played enough games to get on NBA first. He's on my second team. Okay. But
0: And Giannis is on my second team. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we're
1: we're really nitpicking here. He averaged 10 and five for the Bucks this year.
0: Okay, so you have Harden, LeBron, Dame. Giannis, A. D. And Dame. And Dame. And and you've convinced me on Dame as first team all NBA now.
1: It it can't go understated. There is a point this year with the Blazers where They've been a seven and eight seed forever, and it feels like with Dame, that, and the, the, obviously the report with the owner, as I mentioned in the last episode, if you're listening, uh, how he said, "I want to win here. We got to start making moves. We got to push the tempo on this progression to be a, being a contender in the West." And that's really hard to do. The Western Conference has been a bloodbath for the past five ten years.
0: I mean, really, since the Lakers. I mean, Lakers up, Spurs yeah. of two thousand on. I mean, since 2000, the West has been absurd. Yeah. Now let's break down second team, okay? Yeah. So I know that Giannis is in my second team, and I know Katie is in your second team. Correct. Give me me the rest of your second team all NBA.
1: Okay. So at the point guard, I could go either way on this. I'd give Russ the nod because he averaged another triple-double. I get it. We can discredit how incredible or how not incredible it is. But if, if it was so easy to do, someone
0: you know, else would have done Someone it.
1: else would have already done it, and no one's done it in forty something years. So I'm gonna give it to him. But my other guy that I could completely agree with on the other side for the point guard position is CP3. Chris Paul has been magical for that Houston team. So when... are
0: those your two guards?
1: No, no, no. no that's either okay. or. I would I, I put Russ down, but I I don't want to like go CP3 by starting point guard on the third team, I guess. But I I could say say CP3 as well on the first team. He's been outstanding for the the Rockets. Let me hear the rest. My shooting guard is Oladipo. I've said it multiple times, honestly, throughout the year. Dude has been a spark plug for that team.
0: What he has done for Indiana is ridiculous. Indiana,
1: no matter what they do in the playoffs, to get the five seed going into this year and getting a guy that not only wants to be there, that's from the area with going to Indiana and everything, like that's the dude you want to be your guy for the Pacers. Would you rather want Paul George right now or Victor Oladipo? I'll tell you what: Indiana folks are like, give me my guy. There is Oladipo. a
0: definite, you know, there's a there's a population, there's a group of people that would definitely say they would rather have Victor Oladipo. I mean,
1: but I mean, it's put, put, put into this context, why is that my two? How many guys have you seen that have made this type of leap? Obviously, we've seen the rookie to second year leap before. We've seen the second year to third year before. We've seen these progressions. I don't think in my lifetime I've ever seen a guy in year five, on his third team, make this sort of jump on a on a team that it wasn't that great. Miles Turner and Sabonis were his two other good players on that team.
0: I think what the where you hit the nail on the head. This is his third team. Third. The guys who succeed early, it's because of where they land. It could be Kawhi and right. San Antonio, stuff like that.
1: Donovan Mitchell in Utah.
0: Sure, and it, it fits. Didn't work in Orlando.
1: No. He was disaster sensational in Orlando, too.
0: In okay. State. I want to see
1: disaster. It just it never fit. It wasn't a good—he just didn't get the freedom.
0: Looking back, I think it's more of a disaster than it was okay. in the moment.
1: Okay, I can agree with that.
0: Because now you see what Victor Oladipo is capable of, and you say, holy shit, what could he and Russ do together? Oh, wait, that was last year. Right. And that's just why—that's the, that, the only reason I say that.
1: Sure. My three Durant, my four Lamarcus Aldridge. The stats alone should say it. Twenty three, eight and two, carrying the Spurs offense without Kawhi for the majority of the year. He's basically been the offensive anchor for that team, for the Spurs to stay in the playoffs. You look at the Spurs roster, you're like that ain't a playoff team. But that's just Aldridge, Popovich, the machine. Give me your five. Twenty first consecutive or twenty first consecutive playoff who's, appearance. Who's the
0: big man for that second roster?
1: You know, oh
0: my God, 23 Twenty-three,
1: eleven, and two blocks a game. Oh, I already God. told you the net rating. He's leaning back
0: with a big smile on his face, right? As now. As I Joel should. And Joel Embiid.
1: Go ahead, give me your five. Okay, here's my type.
0: five. I got Chris Paul at the one at, at my one.
1: Yeah. Okay. Like I, I could agree with
0: starting you. point guard for the number one seed in the better conference.
1: They made it work in Houston. All I, credit. I don't to think I theory. need
0: to explain myself. Point guard, Chris Paul. At the two, DeMar DeRozan. Sure. Want to show him some love. A one seed in the East, and he's the leader of that team. He he deserves plenty of credit. At the three, the Greek freak, my dude. Sure. My homeboy, Giannis. Again, no need for explanation. At the four, I also have LaMarcus Aldridge. Yeah. Kawhi goes down.
1: Very quiet, great year.
0: Very quiet. Last last year didn't work.
1: Didn't really work for them. Like, he was... There was a possibility that after the first year, like, let's trade this guy. You there I mean?
0: was a story that LaMarcus went into Greg Popovich's office
1: Okay. and said— There's been a lot of stories in San Antonio I lately. know, I know. <laughs> I don't
0: know what's true and what's not. There was a story, though, that LaMarcus went into Greg Popovich's office. Uh uh-huh. He said, listen, this just—this didn't work for me. This was like the least fun I've ever had playing basketball— Either maybe we can work something out or or maybe I can go elsewhere. And Popovich swallowed his pride and said, all right, buddy, I'm listening. I'm going to make this work for you, okay? Yeah. And he incorporated him differently into the offense. And he put up the numbers that you mentioned quietly once again, LaMarcus Aldridge, for like the ninth year in a row, right? putting up some nasty numbers. Basically
1: 20 and 10. That, I mean, that just shows you the brilliance of Greg Popovich. His ability to be set in his ways, but be elastic with them.
0: And then adapt. Exactly. At the five, Jokic. I could not do it. I could not do it. What Do you, do you
1: have his numbers on you right now?
0: I Yes, I do have the
1: numbers. Give me his numbers. I just want to see if it's better than 23, yeah. 11, and 2.
0: Jokic this year went 18, 11, and 6 assists, though. Okay. And the assist is where right, the separation where the separation and in And
1: the different players. Yeah. Because Embiid, Embiid's a Defensive Player of the Year candidate.
0: I also thought that, what was Embiid from three-point land? As I'm looking up Jokic, his stats from three-point land this year. Jokic was 39% from three-point land this That's year. That's
1: insane for a center. That
0: is absurd. He's 6'11". What? The big man's letting it fly. 32%.
1: Okay. That's what Embiid was. So, Not bad.
0: Jokic was a better three-point shooter. And a better passer.
1: By three assists a game. What's his PER? Embiid's is 23, which is really good. I'm on
0: this year 25 almost. Almost 25.
1: Almost 25. I mean, he's the leader of that uh, Denver team. Didn't get to the playoffs, though.
0: No. And if I was a fan of Embiid, I would probably be (laughs) arguing that Jokic does not deserve the the spot because of it. But – I'm the man. I, I can say whatever I want. So, all right. I'm Take us a break, Jokic. please. Yeah. It, we, we, a much-needed break. A much-needed break. We really
1: we really just let it all out there on the NBA season. It's it's good to record on the first day and the, and and the, the last, last day. day. That Absolutely. is the most important thing.
0: These are therapy sessions for me. Okay, This is where yeah. I get to express my angst that I feel when I'm watching these NBA games. Okay. So when we come back around, coming up, we're going to discuss – a little MLB, because the, war- the the weather's getting warmer. Yeah, we gotta. Have to, and then we're gonna finish out with our icons of the day.
1: Yeah, all that next. On tonight's program, ladies and gentlemen, we have something that's gonna make
0: you sick. is there a uh, a singular play or maybe singular at bat that kind of like strikes a strong memory from you from high school baseball
1: oh yeah my first at bat
0: First, first, is this I'm first AD on varsity? Is this yeah, my, junior, sec- my sophomore, sophomore, sophomore year. year, no
1: sophomore year, I got called up. Okay middle big guy, year. oh
0: okay big guy. Yeah,
1: that, that one definitely, uh, let's see here. See Pops did the s- stats for, Ooh. he did the stats for my high school career. Okay. And like, I could text him at a glance and he'd send like, Instant. he's got it all on iPads. I and mean, he goes back, he, he did it the old school way, writing it down through middle school years as well. Oh, wow. Actually, I do know. Senior year, we made a trip to Louisville for... Louisville. 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 For spring break. My senior year, starting off, we're in Louisville. Take care of business, first game. Take care of business, second game. Third game, we're in a battle. Like 2-1, 2-2, tie game. Yep. Runner around first, maybe one out. And I had a walk off to Seal that game and where to go? What was the pitch? It was all, it was a, I was, it was 2 it was 1. No, 2 0. It's a 2 0 count. And so, in most cases, green light, baby. Bottom, yeah, it was the bottom of the seventh. In most cases, I would have probably taken it if it wasn't my pitch. But my pitch, I always liked the low strike zone. Always okay. like that. Just, okay. I, hey. Whatever Mike works, Trout likes to it. What hey, whatever works, well. baby. So, yeah, whatever exactly. works. I'm not I'm comparing myself to Mike Trout. I mean, obviously. Yeah. How the hell did we end up <laughs> here? Oh my God. Anyway, I'll make it quick. Yeah, it was a it was a low, right down the pipe fastball. And I was kind of just sitting on it and I just absolutely roped it. Also, a very memorable at bat. We played LT, which was, if you're from the Chicagoland area, Lions Township was a really is a really good baseball school year after year. Also, my senior year, and a kid I played a couple of travel games with was in center, so we knew each other. Oh, center okay, fielders, yeah. okay. And a little it was like, interdivision it was like, rivalry, yeah, a little type. bit. Like, okay, you know, I, I'm was, picking up what you yeah, put down. Some connections, and it was like the bottom of the 13th. We were at home. It was the first game of a doubleheader, so this game's dragging like three and a half hours. And I was due up leading off. The kid, the kid coming in was a new pitcher. I was like, I'm just gonna literally swing at the first pitch as hard as I can. And our center field is like 380, and 380, 385. Okay. And I and I just was completely sitting on the fastball, and he threw. He just he was a hard thrower, and he just flew one right in. Gave you what you were looking for. And I completely smacked it. Ah! It's high. It's (laughs) flying. I'm like I'm like running around the bases, thinking it's gonna go off the wall or it's like in the gap. It definitely seemed like it was in the gap, and I smoked it. And I, I'm rounding first, and as I look up, the ball's landing. And it's like, oh, my God, it's going to go over the fence. And I never hit a home run in high school. I was I was a leadoff hitter. I didn't, yeah. you know. Preaching in the choir. I, I, I think if I was swinging bats now, I'd probably have my launch angle a different.
0: Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but analytics has exact, changed the game exactly. really, completely. Yeah. 180 from where we, <laughs> when we were playing.
1: But I'm turning, and the kid's jumping. I'm like, oh, no, is he going to have a chance at robbing this? It's bottom of the thirteenth. Like I've had, I've had like, in this game, I've had like four at bats where I've just absolutely lined one. Early, an early at bat in the bottom half, in the extras, I had one down the line that I swore I saw chalk, and there was a guy on second, and the Blue called it fouls. Like I looked at him, like, oh come on, Blue! I saw chalk, you saw chalk. Come What's going on, here? Blue! And I'm, I'm rounding, and the kid makes an incredible catch, oh. robs me of a home run, Oh, and I was like, ooh. We ended up actually losing that first game, which was tough. And that's the memorable a b uh, yeah, damn I' obviously remember, I remember i baseball's such a like a it's a tough game to love. it is I didn't strike out very much my entire baseball life. There were seasons where I had less than five strikeouts. I just made contact a lot, but not a lot got past me, and my last two at bats were strikeouts. I mean, my last logged at bat was strikeout looking, and I probably struck out looking. Very few times, less in my than life. ten times in your life. I not not less than ten I'm times. So I gotta say, yeah, yeah. It was it was really difficult.
0: Damn, oh my God! Get me in a somber mood. I know. I don't know. Heading like the, into talking a little baseball, I'm I thought sorry, that was gonna like, be like an uplifting little segue. And there
1: are some, but like the way I played baseball, Damn. I was so competitive, man. Like the way I played baseball was like I, I, I remember, it. like I could have gone five for five, and I probably don't remember it, but I remember those those couple of at like bats. No, I was like like, What could have been. I will say I look at my baseball career like what could have been sometimes. It's depressing.
0: I think <laughs> that this might this might discredit my baseball ability cuz I hit over 300 my senior year. Sure. Was one of the better outfielders in the league. So I was doing my part. Yeah. But I had a short-term memory. So if I struck out of the plate, I did not care. Okay. I was so fine going back to the dugout. Just like that. Next AB. God and bless it, you. it worked out because Every time I'd go up, I had to clear conscious. It was not a big deal for me. I don't know. Base. I, I thought that's just how baseball was meant to be played. My – I okay. Maybe not my most memorable. Okay. And then we'll we'll get into our little MLB discussion Yeah, here. yeah.
1: This is more fun actually.
0: Yeah, it is a lot of fun. Okay. <laughs> it's all about – sports are about anecdotes. Okay? Yeah. It, of course the the stats are fun because it helps us compare. The memories are better. The stories, the memories, the emotions that are evoked from the sports is what really matters. So talking about this stuff, I have no problem doing. My final A B was against a division rival, Del Norte High
1: School in in San Diego. Vars was against a uh, high school the same name, Glumbard North. We were Glumbard West.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah. So so Del Norte and we had there were a couple kids on that team that I had played club ball with sure, growing up. Sure. We had played them every year five times a year throughout high school. Yeah. I was hovering, like, just under 300 heading into the final game. And you know it. Yeah. Oh, of course I know it. Okay, we were so far out of playoff contention. It did not – we were starting – Maybe five sophomores, my senior year. Yeah,
1: don't don't hit on Russ for stat hunting when you when you got your average in the back of your mind coming up to a sh- meaningless sh- game. Sh- 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 <laughs>
0: okay,
1: so I'm coming in I'm
0: coming into the final game and I'm just under three three hundred. I had a horrible league. I started off the season really hot, hitting like three eighty five out the gate, but league went really poorly. Final game of the season, first A B. Coach gives me the bunt sign. Ugh. Oh, and I was not feeling that one. Shake it off. Not feeling that one.
1: Senior leader? Yeah. Nah. Oh, thank you.
0: I did put it down. And I put it perfectly in between the pitcher and the third baseman. Nice. And they stared at each other oh. as the ball just rolls past both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Bo's on first with a single, baby. Getting that average over the 300 line. Second AB. Without a doubt, my best pitch. Low inside. Right back up the middle. Yeah. Whistles past the pitcher's ear. And that was like my favorite thing in baseball, was hitting that just right back up the middle. Because there was no chance anyone else was going to get it. Two for two. Third AB. And this, this was the Bo Templin special. The Bo Templin that special. Before you even swing, get a run and start to first. Bring out the sand wedge. The each and drop a little grenade over the third baseman's yeah, head.
1: Yeah, what you lefty. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's one time. So nice. three for three, and then my final AP be popped up
1: foul out number That's three. that's baseball, eh, right? Eh, that, baseball. That's really baseball. Three
0: for four on the day, though, got me back up. Most over people don't realize that, you end your the... baseball
1: career with an out. Like that's
0: you're gonna fail seven times
1: out of ten, and that's if you're good. That's if you're Hall of Fame. Whether you're hitting three hundred your career, like Pops and I always say, you hit three hundred, Hall of Fame. <laughs> you
0: succeed three out of ten times yeah. in baseball, and you are on your way to the Hall of Fame.
1: Yeah, I actually. Since you, I went all depressing real quick. Let it fly. I don't I hear tra- this I baby. traveled. I traveled with a sixth grade summer. Uh, I traveled with an Elmhurst team. Now, Elmhurst from Glen Ellen is uh 15, 20 minute drive, same area, with kids that I knew because my mom was born in Elmhurst. So these were kids of her friends. So these were all Elmhurst kids. I was going Glen Ellen and I just had ties to them. And they were going to Cooperstown. Cooperstown holds a Tournament. Very, very familiar with every year for middle schoolers, all types of ages, and where you like go as a team. You stay in like your own like barracks. Basically, you get meals every day. You get practice time. They do opening ceremonies where you run around the track playing. They do a
0: home run derby. They do a home run
1: derby. They do do quick pop time for catchers. They do quickest time from from the outfield. Throws from the outfield and like shortstop picking up the ball, throwing it to first. How quick can you do that? Like really interesting, cool stuff. I think we were – and, like, the kids trade pins. You get your own pins and everything. I still got them everything. I still got the jerseys. What's really cool is one of our couple of games, and now all these stadiums they they mimic. They've got, like, the green monster one yep. or whatever. It's and like I, I we call the stadium. field of dreams. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And I remember going up to a bet, and, like, I really wanted to hit a home run, obviously. Like, the, the fences were 200. By sixth grade, we were playing on farther fences by then. So home, dingers were – Plentiful in this tournament, and it was like fun to watch other teams from like California play. You know, like the seventh graders that have grown to six five already. Probably
0: spanking kids up and down all
1: all the Coopers stuff. Yeah, a a California team, I think, won it. To be honest with you, but I remember going up, and my dad, who again was doing stats for us, stat man, baby. I kid you not, actually. Now that I think about it, I hit i I, like two years ago. My dad looked on like they they do all the stats, they hold all the stats, and. I was, I hit like, and he had the, he had like the, he actually printed it out. At one point, I've been surpassed, but at one point I had like the second best average for a week at Cooperstown.
0: Oh, at sixth grade. okay. I, was hit,
1: I hit like 456. I was on fire that week. It was like the best week to get on fire. Had a couple of doubles, had like a triple. I was getting on base. I'll go up to bat this one time. And this is probably my most memorable bat. I guarantee it's my dad's most memorable at bat, probably, if you ask him. And there's a photographer, obviously there's photographers at every game going around, taking photos, whatever. My dad signals the photographer, wow, I'm going up to bat. He's like, can you just take a couple of photos of my son here? And the photographer's like, absolutely, no problem. I'll just do this at bat for you. First pitch, let it go by strike. Second pitch, swing, swing and a miss. Third pitch, I think the kid thought I sucked or something because he just flew it right <laughs> down the middle. And this was about as no, big of a no-doubter. I never – I looked at it. I remember in my mind – I'm looking at it right now. I looked at the trajectory. I'm like, oh, that's out by a mile. And I smoked. It was a three-run jam. I did the whole putting my finger oh! up. I had no idea the photographer was there. Obviously, my dad just like this went at bat. And I, I put my finger up and around in the bases. I'm doing like the the fist pump, Kirkismen. I nearly tossed my helmet, which would have gotten me ejected. <laughs> but like in sixth grade, you guys are everyone's like crowding the plate and like sure, yeah yeah yeah. Sure, sure, sure. So I'm coming around and I jump really high, you know, where like I could possibly land and like tear my ACL, like these guys do sometimes. And there's a huge picture in my room, sitting there still that I it used to be hung of that at bat, the swing. The swing. it's the pro- it's the projection it's the swing the moment I see it the moment I like there's there's literally a picture of me like whoo, sigh of relief I finally hit one and then there's the point and then there's me jumping into my, my teammates and just my dad by chance of all at bats I had that week this one right here can you just take a few pictures and get a home run out of it? And could have been my, like my last home run I think <laughs> I have one home run as well. I think I'll save it for another time. I had time. a few inside the parkers. All I have right, plenty of
0: I've plenty of inside the park, but only one over the fence, but I am going to save it for another time cuz there's some some family business that needs to be attended
1: to. Well, there's going to be a weekly update. Uncle Uncle Luke, our, our boy Reese Hoskins.
0: You know, you're not really the only rookie of the last couple of years that kind of came out really really hot that the Dodgers had Puig and and Bellinger came out really really hot not all maybe did as well as you, but why do you think these kids are able to just step into the MLB right away and have that impact? Maybe not that you had, but have a significant impact. Yeah, I think, you know, for, especially for me, I think the Phillies as an organization did a really, really good job of preparing me, you know, not only to get to the big leagues, but, you know, making sure that I was ready that once they, I got the call that I was ready to stay. And, you know, my guess is with so many guys, like you said, like Bellinger, like Puig, like Judge, like a guy like Paul De Jong with with the Cardinals, that they've been able to make a, a huge impact right from the get-go is because I think across the board, organizations are doing a better job of preparing guys.
1: Philadelphia, Philly, the slugger. From Philly. The the,
0: the, the the sweet swinging slugger out we of gotta Philly. We got to get ourselves
1: Hoskins jerseys. Oh, we do. Like, just have to. Can we get him maybe up in the studio here? Like, well, you know, put him up on the yeah, wall absolutely. or something
0: like that? I think that's a good idea.
1: I, and maybe we send it to him and be like, hey, Family First boys, you remember us? Can yes, you sign sir? it for us? Hey, I still have his number. I can shoot him a text. <laughs> I can I can shoot him a text. I can absolutely do it. Anyways, here's your Reese Hoskins. Updated the week. Do you, do you have the stat I have front the stat. I have the stats. All right. All this right. Say is, it out loud this for this. This is me. just so far in it, He's got 32 at bats this year. He's hitting 375. I mean, here's a slash line for you. 375, 719, 1219. That's 375 batting average, 719 slugging percentage, and an OPS of 1219. Which is just outrageous. Oh. it's early in the year, but our man's is off to a real hot start. He's got two dingers. 10 R- or excuse me, nine RBIs, two stolen bases at the time of all this. I mean, and he plays first and out outfield. He's versatile. We're going to be gassing up our guy all year long. All year long. We are going to be putting up. 2018 is the year of gassing your friends up. All I'm right? about it, baby. You know, our circle of friends, obviously, everybody's friends. You roast your friends. Like, that's what you do. You that's, that's how you keep a good friendship going. But every now and then, you got to gas them up. God, show him some love. Reese don't need any gassing from the Family First guys. The blog boys.
0: The blog boys. The blog boys
1: over here. But he's, he's off to a hell of a start.
0: Well, you said, I mean, what, we're a week into the season, and, yeah. and we were preparing for just a little bit of an MLB segment, but we were, we were talking, we're like, is there really any analysis to be
1: had? You know, the Sox came out hot. otani right. has been a beast. Awesome. We we talked about it. He was at My Icon last uh, Monday. It's just good to see baseball back. I I'd, I'd really like to see baseball across the country without snow in some of the ballparks. Right, these postponed games are really killing my fantasy. My league right God, now. The, yeah we, the, the the Sandlot. The Sandlot, which you have enjoyed uh, very the, much. So I I provided a uh, a
0: power rankings a preseason power rankings for for Uncle Luke's. Fantasy Baseball
1: League, which really after last year really ratcheted up in terms of seriousness and intensity We got a Twitter account. You can follow it at M I Z Sandlot bucks does a real good job on the on the Twitter fingers for that as as the you know Head media guy for the Sandlot sandlot, I've run into some
0: serious issues because you guys do not stop trading and do not stop adding and dropping, guys. There are like 90 acquisitions in the first the trans- week, the,
1: the transaction counter, as it's called in the league, is out of this world. I don't think any baseball league or fantasy baseball league sees more trading per day than us. We have this thing called Maneuver Monday where it's, <laughs> it's the beginning of the week. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, that's It's so the beginning funny. of the week in the MLB fantasy. And that's basically the time where everyone's like, Either I'm making trades, I'm uplifting guys that sucked last week for some reason. I mean, if I told you the guys that have been traded in this league already, the top three have have. I saw Trout moved. Trout Altuve. Damn. Otto, uh Damn. Good lord, it goes on. I, I don't have I there's it's a ton of players have been traded. Springer. You probably weren't Severino. expecting
0: to go in an
1: in-depth conversation about the sandline. No, no, the Sandlot, but like league. it's gonna be it's gonna be mentioned every now and then, and the guys would love to hear it. Okay, so who,
0: who are a couple of your go-to guys that we can kind of follow through the rest of the year, for, just, just for, for podcast purposes.
1: purposes? For podcast purposes, so we got Reese, our guy Reese. Of course, I really, 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 really like Barrios in Minnesota. Oh, okay. Jose Barrios, who's got really nasty stuff. He actually started the his his opening debut with like a complete game shutout or something like that. Went all nine innings. The Twins are a sneaky good he, team. In the AL. what what, what uh, ethnicity is he? Barrios? yeah, Jose Barrios? Uh, I think Is he he's Venezuelan. Maybe okay. I don't. I. I don't, I don't want to say like say something and be wrong for sure, but he's really good. He's d- talented. Reminds me of the late Jose Fernandez in a lot of ways. Just Ooh. overpowering stuff, nasty stuff as well. I like him for pitching. Uh, I also kind of like the Mets. They've started off really hot this year, and Conforto's back. Ahmed Rosario at their short, who's their was their best prospect that came up last year. I mean that. That staff isn't as great as it used to be. Harvey's fallen off significantly. Mats has been injured. That was expected. Yeah, they, they were
0: never going to be able to keep up the the th- the three man death rotation. Right,
1: four man at times as well. But Syndergaard and Degrom is your one two punch. If they stay healthy all year, it's going to be really tough for the Mets to not make the playoffs or be a wild card team. The Giants look like they're back. After- the Dodgers are the Dodgers. The D-backs and Rockies are going to battle a lot. Okay, I'm glad. I'm glad you're saying it. That NL West is still as, as nails, still tough man. And and your boys are only getting better over there.
0: Oh, I know. I know. Not this year. It won't be this I year. Feel like for There's no rush with the Padres. No, the
1: Padres. no, no I'm in
0: I am in no rush. You, for my you don't Padres. know what's on the other side yet, so it's cool. No, I, I'm totally fine. I, I see at least I see something to be excited about. I'm really happy about Hosmer, despite his horrendous blunder
1: earlier this week. Tell me you caught it. No, I don't think I did.
0: Oh, my God. Ninth inning.
1: Oh, yeah. The way they lost. Oh. Go ahead and explain it.
0: Padres, I believe it was tied, and they were playing the Astros. And a pop-up. What was
1: it, like 1-1? The game was like 1-0 or 1-1? Yeah, it was
0: tied It was tied up at 1 apiece. The, the Astros were threatening with-, with base runner on third. Two outs. Easy pop-up in the center of the diamond and no one wants to go get it. No so Hosmer him. comes running in, and he overruns it, and it drops in the center of the infield. It's, it's Padres baseball, baby. Maybe one of the most baby. brutal
1: ways to lose, yeah. Oh. You yeah, got nothing but time. I also really like the Angels are a, a fun team now. Oh,
0: they're
1: Added Zach Cozart from the Reds last year in the offseason, obviously Otani. This is a text a I got yeah.
0: from Dustin Sleater. Go ahead. This is just randomly, okay? Re- reoccurring guests. Yeah. This oh, it. this is my guy. Okay, this is my baseball dude right here. Yeah, yeah. He's a huge sportsman, but he's a baseball nerd. Right. Just absolute puts his face in the book. I got a text from him, 11, 1130 a.m., April 9th. Day trip, day trip to Anaheim in May. He goes, down... Home every day from May tenth through May twentieth and June first through June sixth. They play the Astros the fourteenth through the sixteenth. He's hyped. He wow. wants to. He wants to make a day trip. Has, up he, to have, has
1: he seen Trout before? I have. I don't know if he has. I literally try every year to see Mike Trout play baseball in some capacity. And then he and then he gave me a full on breakdown of Otani. Yeah.
0: Fully in depth. He's not going to keep it up at the plate. There's already a quote book on him which basically says that there's holes in his swing. All of his hits are fastballs away or off speed. He can't hit anything hard in. So he's due to regress there. However, on the flip side, he's legit on the mound. I'm trying to think of a player comparison and the best I can do is Strasburg, but with better command. The splitter is one of the dirtiest pitches in the league and he sits at 96 to
1: 100. He paints the corners at 100. And this guy literally took my attention away from the Masters, which was Patrick Reed and Jordan Spieth coming down to That's the wire. That's not water. an easy thing to do. No, it's it's really difficult to get my eyes off the Masters on Sunday. I looked looked at the A's Angels score and I'm like 5-0, Okay, wait, they have no hits.
0: Wait, they have Excuse a lot. Of, there's no
1: been, no base runner. Who's pitching? Oh, oh. it's Shohei. It's the oh, show.
0: Oh Oh shit! It's Otani. It's Otani.
1: <laughs> so obviously, definitely a guy you got to keep an eye out this year. Machado in Baltimore. Is he going to be on the move? Before his free agency, are they gonna try and get something back it for him? It feels like he's gone. I just wonder if Baltimore is gonna trade him before his, his free agency. I will say though, he moved to short from third. He's a spectacular defender, either way. Oh my way. god! But that at short, arm, at short, you can see the talent level. Third base, like- third base, you're kind of restricted by your area. Short, you got the entire middle infield to worry about, and he covers it so well. He's an incredible hitter. He's an experienced hitter. But his defense is what set him, sets him apart. And wherever he goes in free agency, if they don't trade him, even if he does get traded in free agency, he's going to have a haul. Have a haul on him. If he's a Transformer, he's iron-eyed. Yeah.
0: Because his arm is literally a cannon. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally just a cannon you attached to his lately. body.
1: <laughs> Made a lot of Transformers references today.
0: One was pre-show, and yeah. that's the first yeah. one yeah. mid-show. I, I just said it in general. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. I saw the first four in theaters.
1: Yeah. After I, like three, it's bad. Yeah, it was. But I'm I'm a I'm a loyal fan. I can tell. And then the Yankees, the Bronx Bombers, obviously, you want to see that trio. I mean, they're just, gonna they're gonna hold the news the entire year. Yeah, yeah, that's the Yankees for you. And then in the NL, obviously, being in a St. Louis zone, Ugh. you have to follow Cardinals baseball in a way. It's kind of weird. It. You just can't get away from it. I but wish I could I just like watching Cardinals and Cubs like do get out in this hotbed of the you know what I mean. Just yeah, oh I get
0: it. I get it. I like watching because I get to watch from a completely uninterested perspective. Right. But for me, Cardinals Cubs games are an absolute blast. Just
1: to watch yeah, just to watch people just go back and forth. Because
0: and... of the Chicago St. Louis contingency here on campus, yeah. those make for some of the most fun sporting events to watch.
1: Outside of this year in a way, I would say what we've missed in school sports with the football team being having a few down years, the basketball team before this year being non-existent, it's been made up in pro sporting events between Chicago and St. Louis. Obviously, two years ago you had the Blues and Hawks battle it out. The Blues and Hawks battled it out, I think, my, my freshman year in 2015 as well. I have been quoted on
0: air saying – at Blues Blackhawks, my freshman year, yeah, was the most
1: fun week of my college experience. I remember watching Cubs Cardinals in 2015 16. No, it was 15. Yeah, sophomore year in the playoffs 2015, Cardinals Cubs, and watching the game at Bengals. Oh, I mean, rest can't, in peace, baby. You can't, you can't, doesn't, it that's a great memory. You can't make that stuff up. That was a great weekend to watch. Sports, we've we've been blessed with the amount of times Blues, Hawks, Cardinals, Cubs has been relevant.
0: Pro sports in in, in the Midwest region on, on the I-70 has been pretty damn delightful over the last couple of years. The Royals
1: got their World Series title. There
0: was almost an I-70 series. Yeah, that year. That
1: year. Our Can you imagine year. if
0: the Royals and Cardinals had played each other in the
1: World Series? It would be really cool. Just to see my— like. Sam Dreyer, huge Cardinals fan. Jeffrey Alexander, J. Loom. J. Loom. Oh my goodness, that would have been awesome to see. Obviously, the Royals did pull out a World Series victory, and to, to see your, I think what's really fun, call this cheesy, I don't give a shit, but I think what's really cool when you get to watch your friends celebrate such a massive moment in their lives when it comes to sports. As long as you're not on the other end feeling the heartbreak and pain, it's really fun to watch and to be with your friends because that's like a night in college. That's a night, that's a reason to go out. That's a reason, like, we got to go oh, out. Of
0: course, it's a reason like to go out. Like you said, out.
1: Blues Hawks, you really didn't have any rooting interest at all.
0: I wasn't even an NHL fan you at that point. You were just at
1: the bar, just like, this is awesome. Yeah, why, is I'm enjoying life. Yeah. We went from baseball to hockey real quick.
0: I mean, Stanley Cup's right around the corner. That's not a problem. Playoffs started tonight. And, and the, the MLB season is just so early right now, and the, the MLB season is so long. It's it's hard to provide
1: some right. We'll have snippets where we'll have some some stuff to say, but obviously we're gonna keep an eye on Otani. We're gonna keep guy keep an eye on Reese Cardinals Hoskins, baseball. Baby. But every week you're gonna get yourself a Reese Hoskins update. Everyone's gonna to come to love Reese Hoskins. You better. It's a really good dude that that gave us an interview when we had no clue what we were doing. No, but we made it work. we I'm not saying we didn't make it work. Adapter died, just like the girls' soccer game between Mizzou and Texas the A&M. Oh. Allie Watt. Allie shout Watt. Shouts. That's like her fourth shout-out on ha- this show. <laughs> Hoskins Watt A&M jersey. Wow. Going to try and get it signed. It's a, we got to get her on the show then. We should get an iconic Allie Watt jersey or shirt. Haggerty. Haggerty. You're boss. Up. You're up, hey boss. Oh God, don't call him boss. Okay, he probably probably just feeding the ego.
0: Yeah, we do not. He is the last person. Jack Haggerty, our iconic correspondent, yeah, does not need any ego boosting whatsoever.
1: <laughs> All right, Bo, let's close this puppy out with our okay, iconic. Okay,
0: so our icon of the week. Absolutely, and do we want it to be icon of the week? Are we thinking
1: <laughs> icon, icon of the of the day, the, of, the, of, the of the day
0: show. of the show of the day?
1: If we're gonna do them every show, why not? I think we should, and it, and I think we should allow this to be open to sports, pop culture. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Of it's course. an all-encompassing. I, I think, think
0: that's. A, I think that's a credit. really good idea because
1: I think the brand icon I, I I feel like you know I haven't talked to Jack about this or anything, but it just an, I get a feeling that it's gonna be iconic moments. Mm-hmm. Obviously, start with sports, but you know if you get other things involved, you get culture references involved or culture moments. I'm not in any position to promote it yet, but I
0: saw the prints for the new shirt.
1: Oh dear! Oh, don't tell me! I'm not saying I can't say
0: Haggerty would be furious in only episode two. (laughs) But oh man, it is sweet. Yeah, it's really good, and he's got some some real nice stuff lined up for the next couple weeks here. Wow! And and he'll be out here hopefully April 29. You know what I'm saying?
1: Galvanton doing it's a little PR work.
0: Let me hear your icon of the day.
1: Last night, thirty-two year old Andre Ingram for the oh, Los Angeles Lakers. Great selection, Uncle. So if you don't if you don't know what happened last night, a guy who's been in the D League slash G League, which is the NBA minor leagues, for ten years finally got signed a contract with the Los Angeles Lakers to play, who had been under their umbrella for a couple of years now, but he'd play it all over the place in the G League. Finally got a chance to play his first NBA game, and the man sees the opportunity. 19 points, 6 of 8 from the field, 4 of 5 from three-point land. I mean, Kevin Harlan, he's a machine! Kevin Harlan just knows when to deliver a great moment and a great call. He was genuinely enjoying Ingram's success last and night. And I think everyone in the Los Angeles area, it would have been really cool to be at Staples Center's that night to see a guy who's worked his entire life, who at times probably thought, I could be making money doing better things. I could be spending my time doing other things. And yet he grinds it out in the G League for 10 years.
0: 10 years! And for those of you that don't
1: know, the G League really, I think, is it's getting more competitive. NBA teams are utilizing this minor league system a lot better. I mean, there were, like, six or seven less teams than there were like, 10 years ago than there are now in the G League. And now there's two-way contracts, which basically allowed this guy to sign this contract with the Lakers for the NBA game. The dude shot 1,500 three-point shots and made 46% of them in the G League over his 10-year career. And you're telling me after those 1,500 shots, he never got a chance until right now? It's crazy. In his offseason, he tutors kids in calculus. He's got a degree in physics. Andre oh, Ingram. Dre! Really cool story to see a journeyman like that. And to see – honestly, a story we've never really seen before in the NBA. A guy – you don't – you hear guys of – Baseball. Li- you, you hear baseball Maybe you'll Life, hear it in baseball. Lifers and minor, like minors, like minor leagues, being a lifer. It's crazy. But to be a basketball lifer. If you've ever been to a G League game, I would go to a local high school basketball game before I go to a G League game. And that's not because of the talent that's on the court. Just the enthusiasm. It's the enthusiasm, the importance in a way – like those guys are grinded for paychecks that are not sexy. Just playing basketball. I love Open that choice. Shot. I love that choice. Who's your icon? And
0: in league? contrast, this is beautiful because it's going it, to, this is going to show what the icon of the day can be. Right. It could be a 10 year G leaguer or it could be the talk of the day It could be LeBron. It could be LeBron. Or in my case, it could be the greatest footballer in the world. Oh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Over
1: Messi saying that? Okay. Oh, that's God. a great. That's I got no bright issue with it. Okay, that's cool. Well, here's my here's my argument for this. Okay, well, tell me why is your icon of the day first? Today, who they
0: uh, Real Madrid played Juventus in the Champions League. Yep. Second leg, so second game of the series. Right. And Real had won three nil in, in the first, first game. Yep. Down three nil today, so tied up at three three aggregate.
1: Yeah. Right? Juve comes back, levels
0: at 3-3. 93rd minute, Ronaldo gets shoved in the box. Yeah. So who else? I mean, is there anyone else in the world that you want to take a PK to send you on moving forward in the Champions League than Cristiano Ronaldo? I'm watching it at the gym, right? Yeah. And it was just a soccer game on, on a TV for... 90 minutes match yeah and then all of a sudden 10 15 kids huddle around the TV that's cool because ronaldo is up
1: about to strike a penalty with a chance to seal it that's an iconic moment right there in the champions and League. this is
0: only a week removed from his maybe best goal ever in a the bicycle. gorgeous bicycle kick yeah <sighs> and yeah. and of course he embodies everything about what we view as Icon or iconic, yeah. The flair, the fashion, the you know the clothing line, the, the modeling,
1: body, the training.
0: You know he's okay. So today he he sunk the PK, yeah. Just dagger, no chance
1: in hell. To and, what, he and then what what does he do?
0: Rips off the shirt and just of course it's Ronaldo. Has that's to. How you six celebrate. pack showing, two percent body fat or yeah. whatever the hell he is. He's got it made. And that that that's my my selection for icon of the week. But you were saying that. Over Messi, dude. It we're we're on year almost twelve now.
1: We're of, spoiled with those two guys at the peak of their powers, doing what they're doing. It's always been Ronaldo versus someone else. So it was Ronaldinho when he was first out. He'll yeah. never he'll never be as good as Ronaldinho. I, I mean this is this is going to be a Messi versus Ronaldo till the end of time. Absolutely. And Ronaldo and LeBron James both thirty three years old, both maybe at the best of their been, career. Yeah. And people earlier in the year were saying the Ronaldo's on the decline. Champions Please. League comes around, the man's unstoppable. All right, Paul. Let's do this. Wrap us up. Well,
0: we went to our bread and butter early, okay? We, you know, it's the last day of the NBA season. We have to do this. We recorded on the first day of the NBA season. It's only fitting that we record on the last day. And we want to do this every year until we die. A tradition unlike any other. Oh my God. Oh, easy, Jim. Easy, Jim. <laughs> uh, we broke down our Eastern Conference picks, our Western Conference picks. We went through our selections for both first team and second team All NBA with a few minor uh, differences, if you will.
1: Picking hairs, but yes.
0: After that, we went into just a little baseball discussion, and it was very casual. Right? That's baseball in I- April, man. It's casual. Baseball in April, we had a warm day, and Uncle Luke and I want to go start tossing the ball around, get the mitt out, out of the closet. Hearing that leather, just hit the cowhide. It's a beautiful sound, man. I it's a beautiful it's sound. High. And yeah, then, of course, no other way to wrap up the show than, than I think how we always will, but with our selections for Icon of the Day, Uncle Luke going with Andre Ingram, the 10-year the G-leaguer. The 10-year G-leaguer. And and my selection, Cristiano Ronaldo, maybe the most famous
1: superstar in the world. Potentially, probably, yeah, I would say so. And we got and the big news: we got more iconic t-shirts on the way. Yes, sir. The gear, and they're sure, flaming. Make sure you follow them on Instagram, Iconic Clothing Co. For new updates on the t-shirts. Apparently, as Bo reported, Haggerty's got something up his sleeve. Nasty, dude. I'm telling you, they're
0: nasty. All right. Nothing else, you know, left to say. But Kenny the Jet. Enough said. Enough said. So when they win, Mr. Bank, we win. Enough said.
1: <sighs> Kenny the Jet, take us home.
0: Take us home. Let's. chizzy huh? don't talk much by the yeah. way yeah uh huh spokesman what's TV, really good homie, black city TV, not TV, pretty yeah. Yeah. yeah oh yeah open up that sunroof
1: right quick though yeah, i need to feel some air coming in the room actually in the car uh-huh.